Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast for episode 312. Dr. Sherelle D. Luckett is the guest today. We just have a deeper conversation about her work and her childhood, actually, which I thought was fun. And um, I'm super excited about two things. One is that the new zine is just about finished being designed. Um, I'm going to get working on the music that's going to go with it and release or do a special offer on Patreon starting in January. So I'll send it out mid-January, and I think I'm going to do another show then, too, an online one with special guests like I did at Judson back before there was a pandemic. The other thing I'm excited about is the composer of The Grayland, uh, Joseph C. Phillips Jr., is, has agreed to be on the podcast, and I'm super excited to talk to him, too. I don't know if you checked out his work, but if you go to uh, Luminous, I think it's Luminous.com, uh, you could check out his work and this opera. It's really powerful, just what I'm seeing on the website. So I can't wait to talk to him, and I think that's everything. I hope you're doing great. Let me know how you are and enjoy this bonus conversation with Sherelle D. Luckett. And can I just say thank you? <laughs> thank you for subscribing. It's so great that you're here. Okay, here's the interview. Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast. I am still being joined by Sherelle Luckett. Thank you for thank you for joining me for this one, too. Sure thing. One of the things that you talked about in the main interview was this idea of creating your diary out of, you know, some pieces of white paper that you stapled together and drew your handprint on. It really made me think about the way that kids can just start making art without like a, uh, um, a preconceived idea about what art is supposed to be and this kind of fearlessness. I wonder if you had experiences, other experiences of doing that type of thing, or does that even resonate with you? Is that what it felt like for you? It does. Yeah, it does. I mean, it is, you know, children do have this, there are no rules, you know, anything can turn into anything, can turn into anything, can be anything. And I did do the diary, but but listening to you talk, something else that my cousin and I did is that we, my backyard um, when I was growing up was very big and it had a lot of trees. And so there were a lot of leaves uh, on the ground and we decided we wanted our own apartment. We might've been eight and 10 years old. So what we did <laughs> is we took a rake. We took a rake and we literally we literally made um, a blueprint model of a home. So we moved the leaves around. And so I had my bedroom. She had her bedroom. Then huh. there was a room and two of the trees. There were two trees that were flanking each other. That was the door. So we <laughs> we could, and we <laughs> called the same house, you know, but we were literally outside um, amongst leaves, but we had cleared these areas and made our own home. And I mean, we had a bathroom and then we would pretend like we lived in this quote unquote house. Um, but, but yes, it's interesting what happens to creativity as we get older and, and it's getting, I will say it's getting harder and harder. It seems like to get actors to tap into their creativity, particularly you'll see it a lot in class when, you ask them to do an improv and they, they need a prop, you mm. know? Mm -hmm. and, um, and I know a lot of folks work against that, but you know, they, they always need a prop. They can never imagine. They can, they use their phone. Can I use my purse? Can I use my book bag? Can I use my pencil? And it's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, no, we, what is, who is that helping? Like you don't need it, you know? So, um, yeah, so 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 that's my experience with with I would say childhood and creativity and and um you know when I again when I watch the never ending story 
um, is it like and I love that melody and um, I just knew immediately that I could make up my own words to the song mm. you know so I so I used the melody and made up my own words but um, I think you know we have to get the children out from in front of the the iPads. I think that it's important because we're in a technolo- we're in te- technologically advanced society, but they got to keep playing. You know, they have to. Yeah, it's it's really funny. Like, a, because I I teach piano. That's one of my m- main things I do, and I've always perceived myself as someone who really wanted kids to be creative, and you know that was something I really wanted to inspire them in them. And now switching to teaching online, I'm. Kind of, I'm having to like get some more tools in my toolbox, and it's made yeah. me really realize. I watched a video the other day where a guy said, "This guy don't even know who he was was talking about now. Now the next step you could take with this exercise with these kids is tell them only play the left hand and make up your own part for the right hand." And I, even as someone who wants thinks of myself as someone who ins- wants to inspire that kind of childlike wonder and excitement. Yeah. I was like, what? I never thought of that. You know, like, uh, so it's, <laughs> it's fun to be in this kind of new world and realize yeah. these things. Um, but uh, you're you're talking about this childlike realization of like, oh, I love that melody. Here are my words for it. Like, it's it's beautiful. And we get, ah, I, it's, it's not an easy answer, but how do we get back to that as adults creating yeah. things? Um, I, yeah. I guess you just do. And you, you improvise <laughs> without your phone or your purse or whatever prop you want and just really push. Ah, I love it. That's exactly the type of, uh, that, that made me curious about that. And I think that's a perfect thing for our little bonus podcast here. Thanks for being willing to do this bit too. Oh, sure thing.